I had hit the record button to get that. <laughs> ping! How oh, come when my thing is muted, it still goes ping? It still goes ping! Do you have the machine? Somebody's watched that Monty Python, right? Yes. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of True North Nerd! Yay! So, in this episode, I'm warning you now, we are going to probably spoil the crap out of Shazam! Eventually! Shazam. But... You should be happy because we actually saw this film two weeks ago. Well, three weeks from when uh, this episode comes out, or two weeks Just in a bit. Two. Yep. Because it was yeah. Last we we went and saw the the sneak preview of it, and we've kept our mouths yeah. shut in until then. Lots of stuff has happened in my life since then, and I don't remember what happened in the movie. <laughs> so I have notes. So they say, are it's a good thing you took your notes then. Yeah, they're vague. One of them is like. Yeah, I'll read them later. <laughs> <laughs> so with us is Jen. Hello. Ryan. Hello. And Kevin. Hello. And me. Hello. I'm always here. So uh, a little bit of housekeeping, I guess. Uh, thank you for listening to the all women's episode that we put up. Uh, well, it's weird because we will have put it up Timey, wimey, two wobbity. days before before this episode goes up or three days before this episode goes up but we i haven't actually put it up yet it will go up tomorrow if you really like it make sure you leave lots of comments and likes and things like that and maybe we'll do it again well you want to do another one don't you okay but i'm trying to get them to comment and stuff (laughs) she's trying to get crowd interaction audience participation yes there you go so, before we get into our spoiler-filled review of Shazam, let's talk the news. Ryan. That's you me. Got? You got a whole page of stuff. Yep. A whole page. Oh. Uh, it went ping that it time. It went ping, and it's, it's muted. Look, it's muted, and it still goes ping. Mine didn't ping. I will have to turn Did you mute, or did you hit the, the, the thing on the side? I, I just turned the volume right down to see. Oh, that's mute. why. No, you gotta use the actual, like, mute, mute. Mute, 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 mute. Mute, mute, mute. Is that like Mjolnir? Like, but it's quiet. <laughs> but it's very quiet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is going to be a I'm great oh, podcast. Okay, before we start, somebody just posted up. Already uh, off the rails. Do you have uh, the Joker trailer? Is that part of your notes? That we got a Joker trailer, yes. Uh, okay, I've got an add-on that I have to throw about that. Well, then let's start there. We got the first trailer for... Joker. Otherwise known as the movie, we don't know why it exists. Exactly. I have I have strong opinions about this. Then okay. share them, Go please. Ahead, share with the class. Why the hell do we need a Joker movie? We've already discussed this. We yes. don't need a Joker movie. Let me Doesn't... finish. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> so watching the trailer, 
I don't understand why we there. Okay, I don't understand why movie companies feel like we have to make every villain a sympathetic character. Why do we need to know? the tragic backstory of all the villains like oh they were a nice guy then shit happened to them and now they're evil so that we can feel sympathy towards them like i don't want to feel sympathy towards joker i want him to just be a crazy idiot and that's it he's just crazy why can't he just be crazy like people don't have to have this terrible tragic something that happened now that being said the joker movie looks like it would be a very good movie if it wasn't about joker like i like the pre- first, I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to do a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks like it, it looks like this is a movie where he's trying. Yeah, yeah. But I think that if you took out the whole vil- super villain thing of it, and he was just some poor guy who liked clowns who had a shit life, and then it twisted him at the end, I think that would be a better movie than trying to tie it into an established character that we already all know. Especially when it's this seems to be a standalone. As, yeah. as far we know, as we know, it's not going to connect to anything else, right? I, I think I would rather see that type of a movie than try to redefine my impressions of the villain Joker from previous movies and comics as a sympathetic character because he should not be. He's you know, not. Having said what you've just said, though, I think I think we may end up with a movie more like what you want and that they're just using the Joker name to draw people into the theater. Mm. But then that's going to make me angry too. <laughs> because it's not... Because it shouldn't be a Joker, Joker movie then. It should be a different movie not related to the Batman universe yeah, at all. The movie is not called The Joker though. It's just called Joker. There is but a mention the, of Gotham in it though. Yeah, so. you, you see Gotham... And you see Arkham Hospital. Yes. And they do splash the big old DC Comics logo on it. Yeah. So. I mean, mm. it's just the first trailer. Maybe future trailers will will. Well, it's the trailer. And it doesn't need to tell us anything, really. It's better if it doesn't tell us anything. No, but I think it looks like it would be a better artsy Joaquin Phoenix movie than a DC super. It's one of those movies that, like, I honestly, uh, I agree with Jen with this. If it wasn't called Joker, I would probably be much more interested in mm-hmm. it than I am because it's called Joker. It's almost like the reverse of what they want to do. Like yeah, Brightburn. Exactly. Yeah, Brightburn. Way more interested exact- in Brightburn as being called Brightburn and not being called What if Evil, Evil Superman? Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so a friend of mine just posted this up, uh, my friend Clint. Um, it was It's a meme. Creating the Joker in 1989. Throw him into Wasted Chemicals. Creating the Joker 2019. Throw him into society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my thought since you won this movie and everything is it almost feels like it's like what, like your point of them making him a sympathetic character. It almost feels like the studios or the people in charge don't like don't don't get why people are like oh the Joker's so popular. Everybody loves the Joker. Why are they, you know, he's this crazy evil baggy. Why are they, well, we got to make him sympathetic. Cause that, that must be why. Like, he's got to be. Because we can't just have people like a psychotic crazy man. But they're trying to turn villains into good guys well, to exactly. make them more marketable, like they did with Suicide Squad. It's like watching Suicide Squad. I wouldn't guess, had I not known, that any of them are bad guys, yeah. except for the Joker. Well, like. Who isn't part of Suicide comic Squad. Comic book wise, Kevin and I have lived through that thing already there was a period in the 90s where every villain was turned into an anti-hero especially at marvel marvel was the mm-hmm. worst for it well that's yeah. what the, the whole thunderbolts I, team was I mean, all about right yeah but even before that venom was yeah venom saber for a while like they they did a string of those 
you can't have a hero without a villain. And if you make the villain the hero, then what's the hero? Like, I mean, I found the same thing like years and years and years ago when I used to like try to do those online RPGs where you're just like typing with a bunch of people and everybody wanted to be the hero. And I always ended up being the villain because I'm like, this is going to suck if we don't have a villain. So I will be the villain because everybody else needs to be part of the superhero team. <laughs> and it's like, why? I don't want to... Like, even the, the the Joker, and now I'm just remembering the Michael Keaton Batman because it's been a long time yeah. since I've seen it. He was a bad dude before he got dropped in the vat. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a mobster. Yeah. So, he killed Batman's parents. Yeah. So I then you're like, yes, that's what he deserves. So he doesn't, you don't have to feel sympathy for him for him to still be a good character. Mm-hmm. Or, um, if, or you can go, like, the slightly other route of, like, Heath Ledger's Joker where we don't know anything about that character. And, and they he, even make a point of that in the yeah, movie that he, they don't know anything He continuously about lies about his background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or or does he? That's exactly. the other thing, is he gives a bunch of stories. We don't know if any of them are true. And then you have, like, those fan theories of, like, well, he was an ex-military guy and yeah. stuff like that, right? And I, I kind of, that's how I kind of like my Joker. And then there's... I like him with a very... Or if we have orange and stuff, not too much. Or it conflicted. And then there's Gotham, the TV show Gotham, where it's like, this guy could be Joker, or that guy could be Joker. Maybe I'm the Joker. No, you're the Joker. <laughs> Who's the Joker? Oh, we killed We're this guy. No, wait, now he's back. And guess what? He is the Joker. Speaking of which, segue, I imagine, because didn't they no, announce wait, that I got this one week? more point about oh, the Joker. I wasn't oh, done okay. with the Joker yet, yeah. but go oh, ahead. Okay. No, my other thing I was going to say was like, um, they're doing the same thing with Harley Quinn character. Now, I don't really know too much about the history of Harley Quinn, but... They're making her into a good guy. And I think he, like that seems to be like in everything, in comics and video games yeah, and everything. Yeah, but she was sort of a sympathetic character right yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. They, now, she, she was, was like, because she was a doctor backstory. who got twisted by the yeah. Joker. But still, like if you're going to twist her into a villain, why are you going to untwist her back? Like She's always bounced back and forth, because even yeah. in the uh, animated series, they had her. she had her moments. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what's made her a good foil for the Joker. But if you're going to paint the Joker with the same brush, it's not yeah. going to work. Oh no! See, I always thought of Harley. Harley, Harley's got lines she won't cross. Like I'm going to maim you. Like I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But murder, and maybe not. Other than Batman, and even then, it's like a murder plot that has a. 50-50 chance of going awry. <laughs> yeah, anyway, what, what else did you have to say about the Joker? That Just, was my angry rant. The one thing I hope... <laughs> no, it, it, the thing that I hope this movie does give us is I hope we do get a slight tie-in to Batman. Like, they don't need to show Batman mm. or well, even say Batman. Batman is anymore. But what, well, yeah, exactly. And it'd be one way of not having a Batman in a costume. But like, you have... Like hopefully by the end of this movie, when he becomes the Joker, and he he hopefully he comes up with some huge plot, you know, poison the city's water reservoir or something like that, yeah. and it gets no. foiled, and he gets beaten up and and captured by, and all we see is like maybe this like a blur, a shadow, a blackness, and maybe you see newspaper headlines of this thing is this, that people you know like early Batman sightings yeah. type things, and have that so that it kind of ties in, so it's early Joker. But also, like, very early Batman without being Batman in the movie. The only thing that, that, like, I'm thinking back in, like, the history of film Batman. And there's only one other example I can think that you can relate this to. And it's not a good one. Is the Catwoman movie. 
the, the Halle Berry one. one. Oh. Yep. Because that was, and like, not that I'm saying the same thing about these, but like, that was supposed to have Batman connections. And it was so bad, they deleted those connections because they knew that Christopher Nolan was coming. Now, like, do they run that same risk again one way or the other? Do like, do they put those Batman connections in think, without well, knowing exactly what they're doing with Batman? You know, but, well, it comes down to, is this a good movie or not? I yeah. think they knew that that was not a good movie. Well, by the end of it, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> personally, I don't know. I've never seen that movie. It's awful. Well, that's why I've avoided it's it. It's awful. <laughs> um, I don't have Gotham news in here that I added, because oh, I figured nobody they... watches that show anymore. Yeah, so... Well, somebody must, because didn't they announce that one their Batman will be Batman by the, the well, end of it? Like, they, Well, they announced it. Well, yes, they've actually put out an episode poster. They, yeah. they, they always put posters out for the episodes, and there's one where you have like a shot from behind, and you see Batman's cowl. And I thought Bruce Wayne was a kid in that show. He's like a teenager. That yeah. that show has continuity time issues oh, yeah. that don't make any yeah. sense. They've already done No Man's Land. That's what this season's been. So. <laughs> oh yeah, because Bane's in it. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, and now Bane has shown up in it too. Yeah, and yeah. then by the end of it, yeah, the Joker in full like white makeup. Yeah, is, that's is in the poster of it. Yeah. it. Actually, I think he looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice take but, on it, but I'll eventually watch. I, I fell off after season two, I think. Somebody's got to be watching that thing. I couldn't tell you who. Yeah, it's on Netflix. All the people I know who liked it stopped watching around the same time you did or yeah. the season I after. watched the first year and was like, yeah, I don't care for this. Alrighty. I'm sick to death of Batman. I don't want to watch that show at all. <laughs> Next. Oh, and Gordon's supposed to have his mustache by the end of the season, too. Oh, God. If I ever find that, we should keep this in mind when we're at toy shows. If we find that Commissioner Gordon figure that looks like our friend Mike, <laughs> I really need to buy that for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so a show that has been around and has had viewers for many years has finally decided to uh, to end it all. Uh, Supernatural will be coming to an end after next season. It's fifteenth season. Only fifteen, huh? It started yeah. in two thousand and five. We watched it up to season nine. Oh my god, 2005 was 15 years ago. I I can remember watching the first episodes, because it was back-to-back on space one night, and I'm like looking on the TV guide, and like, Supernatural, I wonder what this is about. Sat down to watch it, and I was like, oh. I couldn't couldn't get into it, and I tried, because there was... Well, you did it for nine seasons. Well, I mean, like, when it originally came on, like, I didn't... We didn't start until, what, season eight would have been on TV, or six? Yeah, we got into it late in the game, but I don't even... I mean, where was I in 2005? I didn't watch it. I never watched it on TV. I tried watching it on TV when it first came out. But I only had basic cable. And couldn't do it. And I've I was desperate to because a girl I was like madly in love with, like just loved that show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is my conversation starter. And I just couldn't nope. get into it. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's those girls who are still Aww, watching But then that he show. watched it for me. <laughs> yep. And then we stopped watching it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's those girls who are still watching it. Like, Probably. Ooh, those girls Some and me. I guess. Uh, and Ryan. And Ryan. Ryan's one of those girls. I don't, I don't watch it for the same show. reason as those girls it's watch a, it though. I just. It's, I hope not. Well, not that I hope not, but. <laughs> my problem with shows like it is the problem with any shows that run that long is you, they just keep recycling ideas at mm, some point. Yeah. And like, like some shows I can get around that with, like if I'm completely honest, Next Generation does that a lot. Mm-hmm. 
the amount of the amount of times that like Troy is mind raped yep. in that show. Or Riker falls in love with an alien. Oh, we've run out of things to do. Bring in a crew member's brother. <laughs> oh yeah, that's always or if they don't have one, let's invent one. Exactly. <laughs> but some sometimes I can lock into it fine, and other times I'm like, no, nah, at this season I'm done. <laughs> See, and I kind of want to watch the rest of Supernatural, because I'm like, yeah, there's only five more seasons. We can it do should. it. It's good. But it's, now it's, it's not fun on to Netflix watch. anymore. Oh, is it off of Netflix? Yeah. Aww. So now I don't it, Well, know. it's a WB show. Well, it'll, let's see. It could be on Crave on that you have. Or yeah, but our or Crave or is going to run out or one of the oh. two. We don't want to pay for Crave after our free trial runs yeah. out. So. Maybe it's on Amazon. Oh, maybe. That would be awesome. Yep, but they're calling it a day. Yep. And I don't blame them. And yeah. They're going out on their own terms. And they may try once again to get another spinoff, you know, third yeah, time's the well, charm. The, 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 third time, fourth time? I don't know. I want to say fourth. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't go with that last one with the girls, like the young girl It team. really sounded like it was going to, and then it just, just fizzled disappeared. Out. But sometimes that's how TV works. When so. you said third time's the charm... I just assumed that that meant Charmed was a spinoff of Super. Oh, no, no. no. They, it's, they, okay, so it's what have been the spinoffs? There's been at least I don't know what the early ones oh, were. Okay, so they they just were, the last one. They thought about doing one with the Ghost Facers. Oh, really? But wow. nothing like more of a comedic. They're like these ghost hunters in the. They and, run into them like the, yeah, like they're your typical ghost hunting TV show type guys. They have an like internet show, and then they really don't like Sam and Dean, even though Sam and Dean like saved their lives a couple times. Oh, the, the Ghost Facers. Yeah, <laughs> and to the point where are they, they like the Facers. Are they like the lone gunmen of? Supernatural? No, they're not that. No, cool. they're not. Then they're not they're around that much either. No. But um, they don't know what they're. They're more like the like those uh, plumbers that do ghost hunting that you see on TV. Yeah, but they like they did even to the point where they did stuff on like the like they made some websites for it and did some like YouTube material oh, I think, but it just nothing came of it. There was the female sheriff one. That we just talked about. And that was what last year. Last year with her and the, the adopted daughters. Yeah, and I want to. Th- I want to say that's like that was the supposed second... to be called Wayward Daughters. Yeah, and I want to say that's even the second kick at like trying to do something like the, that. Yeah, like I want to say there was a female hunter one that they they tried earlier and just like I don't even think it got filmed. Yeah, but the, it got pitched. I, I hate to to say it, but. The reason none of those are taken off is probably because they don't have sexy male leads. No, they never even made it to air. It. Yeah. it was just the the the, the channel like, they didn't it's pick like it up. Like what you were saying, the yeah, people but... who are watching Supernatural for fifteen seasons are doing it because the two three main main actors are hot. That's honestly why I was watching it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like they, they could have looked at the demographics and yeah. went, "Well, the, the the women watch it for this." And that may or may not be true. Who knows? But... Has Misha Collins been on it since the beginning? No, uh, no, he was no. what season four? four? I say no later th- after that was it? Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's they... been on it since though. Like he, I he when he, they brought him <laughs> on, he's been on it. Ever I feel since. like he didn't show up until they were all done with the Yellow Eyed Demon and. The first time Sam went to hell. <laughs> the first time he went to hell. Yeah. Yeah, no, because no, he pulled Dino to hell, didn't he? Isn't uh, that when who, he started to become? Who knows? Maybe, yes. I don't know. Any supernatural fans out there, tell us when. Uh... And anybody who isn't is completely oh, bored. I do, I, do, yeah, I do enjoy the one episode where they uh, just show them how they 
die all the time, but God keeps bringing them back and not without memories of dying, and you just see them die and die and die and end up in heaven and back on Earth. And then I like the gimmick episodes. The gimmick episodes are still good, and I'm curious what they do for like the final gimmick episode. Oh yeah, the Scooby Doo one was great. Oh, that was that great... was the last one, wasn't yeah. it? That was Where last they, season. They they all done... the Scooby Doo gang existential crises. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You mean it's not just the guy in a mask? <laughs> Go surreal. What are we doing with our lives? The one where the boys if surreal. That means heaven and hell is real. Did you see the one where they ended up in the real world where they were actors yeah. oh, on yeah. a show called Supernatural? Yep. Yeah. That was a good one. And then the mu- the High School Musical was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, based off of the books that were being written by, by <laughs> written by spoiler God. Yeah. Yeah, see, and this is why I, I like that show is that it, it was. So you need to wacky. finish it next by by not, by the end of season fifteen. You'll have to have caught up so we can do a season fifteen wrap up. Oh Jesus! Mm. Anyway, so we'll move on. I need to watch Ryan. No, there isn't. You just have to watch time. that one. Yeah, and I, the Expanse. I'm apparently Everyone starting needs a podcast to watch where Expanse. I also have to watch a bunch of movies. So we'll see. <laughs> Uh, oh, Captain Marvel has uh, surpassed a billion dollars. Woo! Yay! So, yay, Disney making more money. Yep. Oh, and talking about Disney making more money, Endgame, uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame tickets went on sale, crashing every ticket seller's websites. Yep. Include, like, usually when you hear that, that's like a a U.S. problem. Yeah. But but it happened with us, and that's uh, why we're not going to see it on Thursday night. And it's also why we're going to see it in two separate groups. Well, yeah, we're going to see it Thursday afternoon, or no, Friday afternoon. What? Well, because you guys go see it, and, and you guys decided to go on a day when I'm busy. Uh, that's you. You weren't there with us. You didn't answer your phone when your husband called you. I told you guys I was taking a bath when you so? left. I don't bring my phone into the bath with me. Yes, you do. Okay, You're well, so full of crap. This time I didn't because it didn't have very much charge. I like taking pictures of Hamlet and drinking the water. It's cute. <laughs> I'm not in but, any. Well, anyways, we are going to. We all have tickets secured. It's uh, what showing are you seeing on Friday? Uh, three o'clock. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Is it AVX or not? Uh, yeah, it's AVX, but not 3D. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. We have a. We Was have there a lot of seats open? Yeah, um, there was a fair number so. of seats open. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It's a three-hour movie. I have a show that night. I'd have to get off work early. <laughs> I might just take the afternoon. I, I kept threatening to take the day off and going to see an eleven o'clock showing on Friday morning. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I looked at the eleven o'clock and I was like, "Or we could sleep in, have popcorn for lunch." Okay, wait a minute. Let's see. Eleven o'clock, Brent. What time do you wake up in the morning? Ten. Um, the the, the last couple of days it's been seven. It's because we've had to do a lot of travel, and you had normally morning normally interviews. normally on a Saturday morning. He is awake by 9 o'clock because by a quarter after 9, I'm getting a text message, want to play Apex. <laughs> so sleeping until 11 doesn't happen. Except for this past weekend. You slept in and, and missed playing video games. I don't want to have popcorn for breakfast. I'd rather have popcorn yeah, for lunch. Yeah, you do. But, um, yeah, so it's, uh, we do have, we will be doing a, a big thing up for that show. Oh, yeah. As usual. Yeah, it, depending on the timing too, we may, it may like we Be may a not special wait, episode. Yeah, yeah. Might, we may not wait the two weeks because we it's film, also we should. You know what? We should bring that handheld recorder and just go and film it. Go record it at symposium as we're having. We also snacks. discovered that it is three hours long, so we we probably want to get notes down yeah. as soon as possible. And that's why I don't want to watch it in three D. 
Next. Uh, so staying in the whole CW verse of things, um, Felicity, Emily Rhett Rick- Rickards uh, from Arrow, she has said she's now she's leaving after this season. I so she's not getting canceled. Well, they, no, they, they're ending the show next season, but they're doing 10 more episodes. Oh. So she's leaving at the end of this season. So she's not coming back to finish off those 10 episodes. Which I don't know why she wouldn't just come back and make ten episodes. Don't trick uh, Let's see. Um, pilot season's probably starting soon, so well, yeah, she exactly. may have probably another just... commitment already lined up. Who knows? So yeah, so there's that. So no, one another thing with Arrow finishing. Yeah, I can completely see her like doing a comedy. Yeah, like, it, like yeah, notes. she was she was good for that. In the what like one season we watched. Yeah, I watched two or three. You gave up after a while. Oh, I couldn't stand this stupid island anymore. I just couldn't. Well, see, that's the problem oh with this God. season. We got fl- we got a flash forward, and in that flash forward, we see things that should be happening around the same time as next year's uh, ne- yeah next year's ten episodes mm. where we see her. But so it's one way they can explain that she's not around is that she's off doing this other thing. But you think uh, Arrow dies in crisis? Or, oh yeah, or disappears. Oh yeah, something's mm-hmm. going to happen because in this flash forward. So in the flash forward, you know, spoilers if you haven't been watching this season, Felicity has a ba- has a daughter because she's pregnant right now with with Oliver's, you know, because they're married. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, and so in the flash there. forward, you see them have a kid, and then you see, you know it just kind of jumps, and you see the two of the, uh, the three of them together for a little while, and then all of a sudden it's just Felicity and her daughter, and, her, and then her daughter's being trained by the uh, whichever daughter, which uh, which Al Ghul was he. It wasn't uh, Talia, the other Al Ghul sister. Oh, yeah, the other one. Uh, training Oliver's daughter to fight and stuff like this. So, And Oliver's not around, and only, she only knows him as stories. So clearly something happened to him. Yeah. Okay. But So, yeah, uh, well, we got our first look at DC Universe's Stargirl. Mm-hmm. They put a nice big poster out. Yep. And then good. they announced it's not that. coming out on time. Oh. It was supposed to be originally supposed to start airing uh, August September, but now they've pushed back their schedule, and we're going to get it sometime in twenty twenty. Yeah, except uh, that some shows are coming earlier. That's like, why. Yeah, Swamp Thing is going to debut uh, on May thirty first, and Young yeah, because Just- that's been filming for a little bit now. And Young Justice Outsiders, uh, the second half of the season is coming July second, and then once that's done, uh, Titans season two starts. Uh, and Harley Quinn is going to debut this fall as well. So an animated Harley Quinn. Yeah. Show. And then Doom Patrol just this past week debuted on Space. Yep. For us up here in Canada, they also just announced that their streaming service is adding twenty thousand comics to oh, nice. it, and uh, they are going to sort of follow the Marvel Unlimited um, line of uh, new comics will be released to the to your subscription. Uh, a year after their twelve months after their release date, so okay, so the streaming service subscription will be a year behind the uh, print comics. Uh, ooh, Umbrella Academy has been renewed for a second season on Netflix. Woo! Did you guys watch, did you watch that? that? I'm so looking forward to the second season. It was so good. We like binged it. I couldn't stop watching it. Yep, it was so good. <laughs> Uh, anybody see the leaked uh, episode nine poster? I did not. Uh, I saw it. I 
reserve judgment because it's the internet. Like yeah. the, the image, whoever put it together, it's a cool image. Right. But I'm, it, it I'm, could easily be uh, some kind of marketing imagery that yeah. not necessarily the actual theatrical poster. It could be a different poster. It could be a puzzle. It could be a package. It could be. It could be nothing. Yeah. But and we it, do get the C three C three PO carrying <laughs> Chewbacca's bowcaster. His his bandolier yeah. and Ray's staff, so he's ready to go. Yeah, and red red stormtroopers. Yeah, well, and, it's a, it's like honestly, that kind of makes sort of sense, right? If he's taking over, yeah. Or, but well, and the Knights of Ren. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll find out uh, next weekend. Next weekend is celebration. Yeah. So we should find out all kinds of stuff. So next episode, we'll be talking a lot, be a lot of celebration Star Wars news. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm I'm curious what Dave Filoni's little secret announcement will be this year. What T-shirt he's wearing? What T-shirt he wears? To get oh, out. is that how he leaks news? Uh, it's what he did the last couple of years. Didn't it, he have one? Uh, Ahsoka died? Question mark. Well, no, he A had one years? that said Ahsoka lives? Question mark. And then they showed the trailer for uh, that season of Rebels. Yeah, and which I think was the last season. That was coming up at the time, or and then when it came back for like when the lights went up, he was wearing a shirt that said "Ahsoka lives with an exclamation mark." So we should mark. do we should do predictions of what will be announced at celebration. The title of episode nine. Yep. Oh yeah, and the teaser. There'll be a, an episode nine teaser. Even because... if we don't get the ceiling, I can imagine they'll show it there. Whether it makes it to us. Or I, whether we wait, have to wait to I, see it with Avengers. I would put money that that teaser is on Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Like it, so that that timeline makes sense, right? Because it'll be they'll show it at Celebration, and that will be the one attached to Endgame. Okay. We find out that Snoke is still alive, and the thing that got the creature that got cut in half was just a suit filled with porgs. <laughs> now that'll be announced at Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> Will we see... Combined with a limited action figure of 100 porks in a Snoke suit. <laughs> Will we see any footage of the final season of Clone Wars? Yes. There will be another teaser. Because that... that well, I, for sure. I would, that I comes out this fall with Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So. Will we see footage from The Mandalorian? Yes. I think we will. I think so. Uh, I, again, I think there will be a small teaser. There are it. two live-action Star Wars shows being worked on, right? There's the Mandalorian and there's the one with the guy from Rogue One, right? Yes. I don't know if that one has actually started they filming. Done it. That's, they haven't done it. That's just Andor, been, yeah, right? yeah, that's I just think been it's just announced, been, yeah. I think. Okay. Unless they've been doing it very quietly. Okay. Because yeah. I think they're almost... I think Didn't they just announce that they were... Like, didn't we announce that the last episode the Mandalorian is done? principle of photography. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Uh, a teaser for Resistance Season 2. Oh, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah that because yeah, that they'll ball, have that, that, ball's, that panel. Oh my god, that show got so good at the end, and I can't believe you people haven't watched it yet. I I keep so, so much TV, so little time. I can't believe I'm ahead of you people on a Star Wars property. Yeah, we used to haven't watched Rebels. No, I haven't watched Rebels, Rebels but fantastic. Resistance, Resistance is so good. <laughs> it only took twenty episodes. It did. To get it really took twenty good. episodes, but it was good at the end. <laughs> The, the lead character was so annoying. He still is. He was kind so of annoying until they blew his fan, his planet up. Yeah, so. well, that happens. <laughs> um, any video game news get announced? It the, um, yes, there's supposed to be that. Yeah. Um, uh, F- Fallen Order 
Yeah, the, the RPG the game, the action. The, game. Yeah, the respawn. Yeah, or oh, respawn. Yeah, the well, that, tight, yeah, EA. I know they're all there. Yeah, they're an EA studio because everything's EA. What about books? Are there any Star Wars books that need to come uh, out? I'm sure the there'll be some well, with the new movie. There'll be some sort of tie-in book. Uh, fully announced that will come out before the movie does because they that seem, that's another thing that gets the ball rolling. They've already been announcing out. so many books. Like there's already there's supposed to be books that tie into the park, right? Oh so, right, right the park. Yeah, so that's another thing we'll probably get is more. I also uh, I don't know if it's out yet, but I know at Celebration a special cover of I think it's called Master and Apprentice. It's the Obi Wan Qui Gon book that's coming out. Oh, that's like cool. The, that I think it it leads up to uh, Phantom Menace, like okay. the start of Phantom Menace, and how okay. they they end up at that point or something. I could be wrong. So but. yeah, uh, park stuff. I'm sure there'll be more. Oh, yeah, definitely more details. Probably about yeah, Galaxy. People Edge. try the food or whatever. Uh, and lastly, uh, oh, uh, toys. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably, get... probably reveal of the whatever wave is going to tie in with the the movie because we'll be getting. Is that the wave that we will we would be getting for probably what, Triple Force Friday or yeah? Because that's itself? supposed to be in October and the movie comes out in December. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be. Will movie they tie-in. tease anything big screen that comes out after Episode Nine? I would not be surprised if something is concretely announced for one of the ones that's in play right now. Like we know the 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 one with the Game of Thrones guys. That's apparently rumored to be f- start filming this fall. Yeah, if that's the case, we'll they're going to have to announcement of some sort. Yeah, and and the Ryan Johnson project. That's a, supposedly according to him. That's still a go, which is good because I like Last Jedi. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what else he could do. But I'm wondering if they're because of some of the backlash. If maybe there's been some tweakings to that project that are slowing it oh. down a little bit. Will so, the next movie star Rose Tico as our hero? No. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope she's still in it, though. I I loved her. I would. Oh, you mean they the, write her out like episode nine or the next? <laughs> Either series. of them. Oh, I thought you oh. meant like the next series episode of ten. Oh, I, I want Rose Tico. The Rose to be Chronicles. The, lead of the next film. Well, I don't want her to write. I don't want them to write her out because then that's just like giving the haters. Oh, she's going to be in that new yeah, movie. Yeah, I hope not. Especially like, d- despite because, what everybody uh, would want, needs but, a love interest. Yeah, and J.J. Abrams, that character is like right up his creative alley. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if she was his idea, like originally, yeah. right? Because that, you know, Ryan Johnson's probably cr- credited as the main writer on that film, but that that film is a product of a think tank. Oh, at yeah. the end of the day, sure. so. So there you go. Those are our Star Wars Celebration predictions. Yep. yep. See how close we are. <laughs> Watch, we're all wrong. Oh, of Probably. course we will be, yeah. So we're we got to announce four the, 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 Other than the title, and we're like completely off of what that could possibly oh. be. It's like Oh, loops. take a guess at what the Episode Nine title will be. Revenge of the Porgs. Revenge of the Porgs. No. <laughs> Rebirth of the Porgs. Rebirth of the Porgs. So we have The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi... It's going to be something like uh, similar to like a new hope, like a, a new start. Type or of last movie. hope. Well, they did the last Jedi. They already used the word yeah, last. That, yeah. It could be the balance of the force. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Because now this is going to be the, the movie that solidifies Finn, Poe, and Rey as the new trilogy of heroes. Well, this is supposed to be the movie that was wraps up the Skywalker story. Yeah. So, 
The tale of one family that fucks up an entire galaxy. <laughs> or at least they're involved. Star Wars Requiem. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're never just one Requiem word. for a Jedi. There you go. Requiem That's for a Jedi. That's better. <laughs> That's got to have been used as one of the score pieces, right? <laughs> like the title of one of John Williams' score pieces for one of the... Yeah. It's got to have been used. <laughs> Any other news there, Ryan? Uh, a couple more small things here. So we got uh, Sony Pictures. Uh, so I guess they're, tr- they're really keeping details for Ghostbusters 3 uh, under wraps nice. to the point where people that are auditioning don't um, know what they're don't know what they're for. Yeah. So they've already cast uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yep. Who is the... Uh, That's a real person? Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's from Stranger Things. He's, so he he's sounds the main like boy a Simpsons character. And you know, especially like with his build, like somebody with that name... And I, I, Hello, this is not I am me, Phil Wolfhart. This is not me body shaming, but somebody with that sort of build like should be built like the fucking mountain from, like Wolfhard. from um, Game of Thrones. Right, which, which guy is it in Stranger Things? The main kid. The, the kid who was also an it. Yeah, the one who's... Oh, who's he's a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kid. Oh, I haven't watched Stranger Things well. or It, so I don't know. No. Yeah. Meh. Good nice. for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, Sony's Morbius movie has started filming. Another movie yeah. that we never... Yeah, you forgot all about it, didn't you? Because I, I had... That's the Jared Leto movie, right? <laughs> yep. Why yeah. are they letting him make movies? <laughs> As oh much as God. as much as he can bug wait, the shit wait, out of me, he is a good actor. He is a good actor. Isn't Morbius a vampire? Yes, he's a living vampire. And isn't Jared Leto like a method actor? Yes. <laughs> so is he drinking blood in preparation of this Probably. role? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Hiding in the dark to get real pale. <laughs> he was really good in the Blade Runner sequel. I, I really liked him in that. And oh, okay. So I have three little things here. One. Uh, I guess at WonderCon last weekend, they had yep. a panel for Archer. And mm-hmm. so the new season of Archer comes out in May. Yay! It's going to be a 70s-inspired sci-fi story called Archer 1999. Yep. Um, and it could be the last season. Is he still in a coma? Well, that's... That's he, why he's in space. That's why it's all these little <laughs> side stories, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I saw a trailer today for a new Dave Batista movie uh-huh. called... Uh, where is it? My Spy. And it totally, it looks like it's a little, it's a little comedy, yeah. and it's him and his little girl. And it totally makes me th- think of like the Rock's Disney movies, which is kind of funny since he dissed the Rock a couple weeks ago on his acting choices. So you know, this, this, he's totally doing that. You know, he's, even though he's already made it big he, with the Disney stuff, now yeah. he's starting to, you know, with a. a um, I think that must be part Guardians, of like the Disney contract. Is like you must do a ridiculous family. I don't think it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Well, I was just reading that because of the Disney Fox merger, a movie that Bautista's worked on is now a Disney film. Oh, well, there you go. So oh, maybe. is that the one with Kamel Nunjami? Is he playing Uber driver? Oh no, I don't think so. I'm There's one with Kamel Nunjami where the the trailer was really good, and uh, a couple people I know saw that South by Southwest. It's like a buddy cop sort of movie. And said it was really good. Like, they saw, like, a rough cut of the film, and, like, it needs to be tightened up a bit. But even in rough form, it's mm. obvious that, one, those two guys work really, really well together. Like, have good comedic chemistry. And, two, that it could turn into, like, a pretty good film by the the end of it. So, Okay, my last little bit of news. They, they announced this one today. 
we're getting an archer, uh, archer, an Archie versus Predator two. Yeah, the Predator <laughs> is heading to Riverdale and yeah, he's looking for revenge. The only thing that I'm like kind of sad about it is Fernando's not drawing it. Uh, I, I've for those who don't know, I, I get to do sketch duels with a, a couple guys who work at Archie every year, and they're so fun. But Fernando Ruiz is one of the guys I always get, and Fernando drew the first one in complete and utter Archie style. That's part of what made that book work so well. Yeah. But this is apparently this also part of the joke is because in spoilers in Archie versus Predator, Predator kills Archie. Like he, he they he loses. Predator kills everybody, everybody other than Betty and Veronica. Yeah, they they escape alive. So, but Archie is main in the cover. So apparently, it also plays with the meta plot of reboots and comics and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm curious, but uh, I, I feel a little bad. Does the predator come back and be like, "Wait, didn't I kill all you guys already?" Maybe. <laughs> kind of awesome. <laughs> Turns out that the Archie verse is just a hol- holographic training program for predators. <laughs> and they just keep rebooting them all the time. Uh, I've got some quick news. The Hugo Award nominations oh. were announced today, so that's okay. those are the fan uh, fan voted uh, awards that are announced at Worldcon every year. The Worldcon is in Dublin this year. Um, all of the all of the six nominees for best novel were written by women, which is kind Woo. of interesting. They are I don't know if you've heard of any of these, but they are The Calculating Stars by Mary Robinette Cowell. Record of a Spaceborn Few by Becky Chambers, Revenant Gun by Yunha Lee, Space Opera by Catherine M. Valenti. That one I've heard of. Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik, and Trail of Lightning by Rebecca Roanhorse. I've heard of a lot of the authors. I haven't heard of those particular titles. They're more sci-fi. Yeah, they also have categories for novella, novelette, short story. Yeah. and series, best series. Um, the Expanse. Uh, no, the, Sen- oh. the Sentinel Cycle by Malka Older. What? The Laundry Files by Charles Strauss. Oh, these series of books? Book series. Oh, I thought it was TV Machineries of Empire by Yoon Ha Lee. October Day by Sh- uh, Seanan McGuire. The Universe of Shuya by Aliette de Bedard. And Wayfarers by Becky Chambers. Uh, there are categories for comics, so graphic story, um, Abbott by Saladin Ahmed and Sami Kavella from Boom, Black Panther, Long Live the King, written by Nnedi Okorafor and Aaron Covington, art by Andre Lima Aruwo, uh, Monstrous Volume 3 by Marjorie Liu, On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden, Paper Girls Volume 4 by Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang, and Saga Volume 9 by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Uh, Here's the categories that interest us most, though. Best Dramatic Presentation, Long Form, which means it's over an hour long. Uh, Annihilation. Oh, the uh, Natalie Portman film. Yes. Avengers Infinity War. Yay. Uh, Black Panther. Yay. Uh, Quiet Place. I still haven't watched that, but it's on Netflix now. So, uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the one that you wanted to watch, yeah. but the guy with the white guy voice, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a oh. it's a weirdo sci-fi movie about a guy who works at a, a black guy who works at a, a telemarketing call center, call center yeah. like in the, in the the near future, and finds out that he can do well because he can do the ultimate white guy voice, oh. and it starts opening doors beyond just like selling people shit oh, on cool. the phone. And the last nominee is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Woo! 
best dramatic presentation short form. So that that basically divides us into movies and television. Uh, so uh, short form, um, the Expanse epi- the episode Abaddon's Gate, Doctor Who Demons of the Punjab, something called Dirty Computer, which uh, written Sounds by oh dirty. no, it's uh, Janelle Monae's album. No. Oh. All right. Uh, the Good Place episode Janet's. Uh, the, I love that episode. She was brilliant in that. If she doesn't get an Emmy Award for that episode, it'll be amazing. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, the Good Place episode. Nope, your ears. Uh, the episode Jeremy Baramy. I forget which one that one was. That's the one where he describes how time works. You know what? We may not have seen that because we had, we've only seen the first two seasons. Oh, is there another season? Yeah. 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 Why is it on Netflix yet? Because it just finished on TV. Ah, boo. Uh, but yay, because yeah, something else to binge. <laughs> and uh, the last while, nominee though. is uh, the Doctor Who episode, Rosa. So oh, there you go. Was that? That's oh, the one with Rosa Parks, Parks on the oh, bus. Okay. Yeah, Which uh, is a good episode. Yeah, it it's very well done. God, I hate to say we haven't watched Doctor Who yet. Oh, we got to finish that. I keep forgetting we haven't <laughs> watched it It's on the yet. hard drive that's attached to my computer, and I haven't brought it from my computer to the TV yet, so I keep forgetting it exists. Jen, 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 well, because we have Jen, YouTube Jen. and Crave and Prime and Netflix. There's just so much to watch. Um, other uh, quick uh, news bits that I have. Um, but, but, the New Mutants still may be coming to movie theaters. I'll believe it when I see it. So yeah. here's <laughs> here's why this is now news. Uh, CinemaCon was this past week, and CinemaCon is where all of the movie studios show off their product to the cinema chains. And um, New Mutants was still on the Disney list uh, <laughs> for August. So... Uh, again, believe, I've also heard rumors that it could end up on Disney Plus this fall. So, I don't know. I wonder if it'll end up in theaters with like no promotion, no nothing, just being like, just being dumped. Here. Yeah, it's in theaters for a couple weeks and then it's out. It could be. It could be. Uh, the other there was actually quite a bit of like little bits of news that came out of CinemaCon. So Disney had to explain what they were going to do with Fox going forward. Yep. So anything that Disney wants to release that's going to have an R rating will be a Fox movie. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a good way of doing it. Right? So they don't have to uh, sully. They can still make Deadpool movies. They'll be Fox. Mm. Um, The franchises that Fox owns that a Disney spokesperson has specifically said uh, this um, will continue to create new stories, the... The uh, franchises they she mentioned there were four of them: Alien, yep. Planet of the Apes, Ugh. Kingsman, Yay. and Maze Runner. Oh, now the funny thing about Kingsman is they're already planning other films in that franchise, so that's yeah. that's not a shocking development at all. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, said, while Disney may select certain properties to absorb into the family-friendly side of the business, specifically X-Men and Fantastic Four joining the MCU, Fox will be maintained as a separate brand that's able to produce R-rated films and other projects that don't fit with Disney's image. Yep. Nice. Um, At Warner Brothers' presentation at CinemaCon, they... um, they talked about all of the DC movies that are coming out over yes. the next few years, including showing, while not clips from, behind-the-scenes footage of Birds of Prey. Yeah. So um, the next four or five DC movies are Joker. That's where the trailer came out of was CinemaCon. Uh, 
what they showed a, another trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, J- Birds of Prey, and Aquaman 2 are sort of the next. Uh, yeah. Uh, with Batman, the Batman coming in 2021. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Yay, another Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, and uh, no, not a Suicide Squad. Su- uh, we know that they're working on Suicide Squad, but yeah. that wasn't listed amongst the... Um, Amongst the um, the films, uh, Warner Animation is doing another Scooby Doo movie, uh, Space Jam Two, starring LeBron James. What? And, uh, Tom and Jerry. A What's Tom wrong and Jerry with that? Movie. No, I'm booing LeBron James. Oh. Um, uh, apparently, Warner has had a really great uh, year last year. Uh, yeah. $1.1 billion from Aquaman they made. It kind of helps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So they were like the number two studio behind Disney. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what I got. Everything else I think we covered. So I got one more thing, because I am very happy to hear this. Ooh, I'm intrigued. This week, or and last week, we got full announcements for a video game series I am a huge fan of. I finally get Borderlands 3 coming this September. Woo. I will not be on the show that week. <laughs> It's uh, Borderlands is a first-person RPG shooter, so it's like it's it's a first-person shooter with role-playing game elements to it, it uh, in like space, but it's very sort of like comedically Mad Max. It's a lot of fun to play. I'm a huge fan of the games, and I'm glad to see that they're continuing with them. It's got a nice, well, it was unique when it came out, not so much anymore. Look to it because it's all well, it's got that cell shaded style. And part of what what makes it interesting is the variety of weapons you can get because the the gun spawning is randomized. So while like if I'm playing the campaign with Ryan, if we go both go to the same chest, we might get two completely different shotguns out of it, or you might get a pistol and I'll get a shotgun. The nice thing is is you can also drop them, so I can like if I get something you didn't get i can drop it for you and you can pick it up cool it's uh it, it's fun and i'm gonna have to try my best to convince ryan to get it and get a copy when it comes out so i have somebody to play with other than i i think it sounds like my friend mark is going to pick it back up <sighs> this is why we bought another tv yeah but uh, i have uh, one announcement okay one Ooh. one news thing i know i don't usually have news um Last season of My Little Pony. Mm. So they're doing one more season, season nine, and that will be the end of this current incarnation of My Little Pony. So I'm going to have to find something new to collect. (laughs) (laughs) I've already been threatening Brent with, like, you know, retro Sailor Moon stuff from Brazil and, you know... It's expensive. Start collecting those expensive Barbies. But anyway, so if I don't know if anybody watches My Little Pony, the premise for season nine is that uh, Celestia and Luna, the benevolent god princesses of Equestria, are retiring so that Twilight Sparkle and her buddies can rule Equestria. (sighs) That's the whole premise so far. (laughs) Uh, I just found one more news item. Uh, Did you guys ever watch um, Cowboy Bebop? Yes. The anime series. Oh, yeah, they I forgot to mention They just cast the live action. Netflix has cast yep, the John live action. John Cho is John cast Cho on it. as Spike. I don't know. I'm glad I'm I'm glad they went with an Asian lead because that makes all the sense in the world. I don't know uh, uh, of him doing that part. Uh, uh, oh, I think he'll be great. 
I love that anime though. Yeah, it's I watched so that one fun. too. It was fun. Um, oh, so just a little bit of housekeeping before we go into Shazam. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we released an interview between me and um, Julia Nash, who is the head of Wax Tracks Records. Yes. And uh, they did a documentary, and they are kind enough to be sending me to a screening of it. Uh, nice. Like, even though I've seen the movie, the screening of it in Toronto on the 17th. So oh, nice. If uh, um, I know tickets are... Tickets for it are going to be a little bit on the weird side. If you go out on um, on uh, Record Store Day and buy the soundtrack on vinyl at one of particular retailers, you're going to get a ticket into this screening of the movie as well as, and this is the awesome part for me at any rate, is a concert by Ministry doing Wax Tracks era music. So oh. um, hence why uh, I... I neglected you guys when i got the the invite and i'm bringing other ed with me because that's fine uh, i'm it's thinking not it's, not no, it's not anybody's thing, thing but me <laughs> but i'm uh looking forward to it so if you happen to be going to that show look out for me because i'm going to be covering it for both here and uh alan cross's website so cool which leads us in to the main event of this show say my name Say my name and get, receive my powers. Spoiler warning. Stop listening now if you haven't seen Shazam. If you haven't seen Shazam and don't want to know anything about it, uh, stop listening now. Because that's what the rest of this episode is, other than our geek picks. Um, we all went to the sneak preview a couple weeks ago. Um, wow. It uh, was uh, fun. Start, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it's, fun. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's an enjoyable, like fun comic book movie. Yeah. For a DC movie, it was surprisingly cute. Can we <laughs> and funny? Oh, cute! Because we haven't seen a cute DC movie. I'm like, I was gonna say Teen Titans Go. Yeah, not counting Teen <laughs> Titans Go. That's a cute movie. Because the the last few DC movies have been really good. Oh yeah, no, oh. they've been good. <laughs> but this one was cute. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, anybody want to start off? Uh, let's go with Kevin because Kevin's like the old school DC fan. Of yeah, I. Uh, I wish they could call him Captain Marvel. I hate that you can't give the you can't the character can't tell other people what his name is. But I love how they made that part of the story by having him have like a bajillion different names. <laughs> yeah, Captain Sparkle Fingers. <laughs> yeah. And every time he's like, No, that's not my name. You're not calling well, me that. That that comes from an internal DC addict because yeah. for those of you who don't know the story. This Captain Marvel predates the Marvel Captain Marvel. Yes, he does. Unfortunately, when the Marvel Captain Marvel came about, this character was in Mothballs, and yep. they hadn't revived the so, copyright on it. Back in the 40s, DC sued Fawcett Comics because they felt Captain Marvel, Shazam, was a ripoff of Superman. And now, I, can't, I think they won, and Fawcett ended up shuddering. Cut to the 60s when DC buys Fawcett Comics, so all of a sudden they have the rights to the character that they got uh, they got kicked, yeah. uh, eliminated. But they because and as soon as as soon as that happened, as soon as DC got the rights to Fawcett's characters, Marvel went and released a comic called Captain Marvel, the um, the Marvel book. Yes, and uh, so when it came time to the early 70s was when DC finally released a book with this character in it. Uh, they called the book Shazam because they didn't want to um, they didn't want to butt it. 
But, but there Marvel. is some sort of weird loophole where they can call the character Captain Marvel. Yes, they can. It's only they, been since the New 52 two that, that they've they decided did. not to. And I think that's an eternal edict. Just I think it's a Jeff prevent, Johns thing for some reason. Prevent, prevent confusion. Whether you want to, if you would or not, I think that's what the idea He's is. been called Captain Marvel for 70 years. Yeah. But well, I think the big thing was they could call him Captain Marvel in the comics, but you couldn't call him Captain Marvel on the cover. On the, yeah, it couldn't be on the, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I thought this movie was super fun, and um, I I thought that the casting was great. I thought mm. Zach Levi as Captain Marvel was fantastic. Yeah. I thought uh, you couldn't have found a bigger giant kid than Zach Levi. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he was. He was great. Uh, and the the uh, the kid who played Freddie was sort of most <laughs> often his his headbutting scene partner and he gave as good as he got i i i thought the relationship between freddie and billy and freddie and captain marvel was was really fantastic i yeah. i will go on the record of these kid actors in this film or so are really Real strong good. Yeah. yeah i was gonna say the yeah. same and i was gonna say the, the kid who played freddie like he was reacting to to zachary levi's character as if he was the, the kid yeah so it wasn't like there was any kind of change in their dynamic from yeah. even though they were two completely different actors the yeah. kid billy and and Jack, zachary levi the kid who played freddie just like there was nothing in his acting that kind of differentiated between the two so i thought that was really good on him and i loved that little girl yeah she was cute oh my god the whole time i was watching oh, it Krina and i okay. were like we want to take her home <laughs> So it turns out a friend of mine is in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was just an extra. Like, he was, but he's like a, in the. He's in one of the subway scenes. Oh, so okay. I need to watch the movie again just for the subway <laughs> scenes to find Jim. So the um the 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 kid who played Freddy is Jack Dylan Grazer, uh-huh. who was also in It. Oh, he's yeah. another It he, kid. Yeah, he's another It kid. <laughs> the really kid weird. who played Billy was a Disney Channel kid, oh. wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, w- interestingly, and just like anecdotally, the the kid who played Freddy, his uh, uncle is Brian Grazer, the the like that producing oh, partner. Oh, from Imagine Entertainment. Yeah, I've just been watching the, the rest of development. He's uh. got really weird hair. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. but um, another th- fun thing for people in our area is the spot the Toronto references. <laughs> uh, that was really fun, even though the movie set in Philadelphia. Uh, it is not Philadelphia, and it is very obviously Toronto if you know what you're looking at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at, so. Well, there was a scene set in sort of a an underground shopping concourse. I'm like, oh, that's the shopping area that comes right off the Royal York Hotel. I know yep. exactly where yeah, that is. because I used to cut through it on <laughs> my way from Flink to uh, the Union Station yeah. half the time. Yeah, so there was that, and I think the uh, carnival was set up at Fort York uh, grounds, yeah. I think. Um, the shopping mall was Sherway Gardens, I think. But overall, you enjoyed the <laughs> Yeah, movie? I had a great time, yeah. No, it was really fun. Yeah, yes, Kevin had a great time. How many times did we look over at him, Jen? And he's One leaning of- forward in his seat, mouth open, like... Yeah. <gasps> One of my notes in how much of the things I loved about this movie was watching Kevin lose his shit. Well, <laughs> one of the first things we saw in the movie was Mr. Mind. Which the, made Kevin laugh out loud. The whole theater is quiet. And, and Kevin... Oh! Yeah. 
because I caught it. I thought it was it cool. Was oh, no, like but you didn't else. laugh out because I didn't expect to see a a mind controlling inchworm yeah. in the first five minutes of the film. Everybody and else was looking it. at the screen going, What the fuck is with that caterpillar? And Kevin is laughing his ass off. Because and, I know who the caterpillar is. And not only that, they confirmed that in the post credit scene. Yes, they did. Set, it yeah. wasn't just like a little no. like, Easter egg. Here's this Easter was egg. set up a, for later. This is, yeah. And this is why I like watching these movies with Kevin, because he did the same thing in what we went and watched Teen Titans go to the movies, and it made that movie a great movie to begin with. So much more enjoyable. I love obscure DC watch Comics references. Kevin loses shit. <laughs> um... Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's just so much fun, and I like that it acknowledges that the other DC Universe films have happened. Yep, without actually having to be kowtow to yeah. their continuity. Yeah, well, it's in a different city. It, yep. it's in a city that, and we're in weirdly interestingly. A city that actually exists in the real world. Yes. It's not some made-up place. Metropolis or yeah. Gotham. Or... And we we know for certain that Superman and the Affleck Batman exist in this world. Yes. <laughs> and Aquaman. because And they have merchandising deals. That's well, the other That's thing. where I was going to go. Is that enough time has happened, at least since Justice League, that they've got merchandise like friend kid friendly merchandise out in the stores in the toy yeah, aisle he's wearing a lot of superhero tees well and, and just the whole thing where you get the uh what was it, like the four foot batman when the oh, when he's yeah. being chased he's like, batman. <laughs> I'm batman and he's like he throws the batman toy at him like you, oh you know what i laughed at though is the voice of the batman toy is kevin conroy yeah <laughs> yeah oh. he, he's such a he, it's one of those batman voices that i, I can know. just like hear it a mile away oh and at the very, very end of the movie where he finally sits down to have lunch with Freddy as Shazam and Superman shows up, but you only see him from like the chest down. <laughs> well, he brings his other best best friend over for lunch. Yeah. yeah. I was like, aw. I yes. like the post credit scene where he's trying to figure out his powers and to see if he can talk to fish. What yeah. good is talking to fish? Yeah. <laughs> well, just the whole route that they took to experiment and see what powers he had. Yeah. I don't know. It, it very much fit into today where it's like, yeah, of course they would be filming this and putting and it, it on YouTube. Go on, especially since they're, what, like 14-year-old yeah. kids? Of yeah. course oh, yeah. it would all go on YouTube. Yeah. And they wouldn't think about any consequences. No. They would just be like, this shit is cool. We're putting it on YouTube. Yeah. We're going to get the hits and likes. And <laughs> the part where he's like, oh, you're bulletproof. Or bullet, you're resistant. Or <laughs> a, bullet, no, a bullet immune. And they give the Shoot, the shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah, shoot him in the face. Wait, wait. Wait, is it your skin or just the costume? Here, shoot him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty good. Oh, Did you enjoy so it, Ryan? Good. I enjoyed it. Yes. No, I had fun at the movie. I I enjoyed the little tidbits, like you know, seeing Mr. Mime. Uh, Mr. No, Mr. Mr. Mime, Mind, yeah. not Mime. Mr. Mime is a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and then having it pay off in the other bonus or the, in one of the bonus scenes. Although we did see a Mr. Mime that day too, because wasn't he in the Pokemon trailer? Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> the Detective Pikachu. I really am looking forward to that I movie. I don't know why I want to see that movie so bad. I know. And part of me is very conflicted about this. It's like I really want to see Detective Peach Pikachu. I have no idea why I want to see this movie. Um. <laughs> anyways, continue. anyways, continue. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll, at the end when we finally get to see the rest of the Marvel family and he shares yeah. his powers I wasn't sure even though we saw yes there's toys of the other characters 
I wasn't sure if they were going to go there yeah, or not. A, in, unless it's a Lego set, it's always a 50-50 crapshoot of whether that means anything or not. Well, or even even the Lego suit, the sets, you know, because it, yeah. the, they're made so early from early concept stuff for the shows or movies and... Like that's why we had the Hulkbuster, you know, armor in the Hulk with the Hulk for Avengers that we never saw the yep. Hulk and in that. So the the build a figure of what's uh, Thanos's dude with the the hammer thing. Yeah, the look it, changed. The, the look changed. I didn't realize that up until like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, oh yeah, he's like wearing like clothes in the movie. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, no, totally enjoyed the movie. Like yeah, at the end when he when he finally you know realized you know that he can share his powers and all that 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 moment. Was just and then the rest of them discovering how the, to use powers I, and that did surprise me a little bit. Not be the sharing the powers that it was sharing the powers with that many of the family members. I really thought it w- they would stick to like the the core. The classic, Freddie, Mary, Freddie, and Mary, and yeah. and maybe yeah, that, a stuck that's tiger. That's the part where I wrote Kevin losing his shit. Yeah. So I think you probably lost your shit at that part too. Well, I <laughs> I mean the tri- the trio of Billy. Billy, Freddie, and Mary. That wasn't my no, phone. That was the laptop. No, that's the laptop. <laughs> and I can't turn that off for whatever reason. <laughs> Billy, Mary, and Freddie is the classic trilogy. Uh, I did like the family dynamic with the rest of the cast yeah. and the rest of the kids. Yeah. Um, I liked I liked how supportive the foster parents were. Oh, yeah. Those foster parents were so sweet. So fun. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the, I mean, the whole sort of thrust of the movie is about finding your family, right? Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes you've got to, you know, find your family with the people that you just happen to be with. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Belly is so focused on finding his real parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the whole thing. Family isn't that always he, until biological. The, end of the movie, he doesn't realize that he's already got a really good family. Yep. which is really sweet. And, yeah. What did you think, Jen? Because you, this character, you probably have the least amount of experience oh, yeah. with, right? So I only know Shazam from Justice League, the cartoon. Young Justice yep. 2? He was no, in that one. No, we didn't watch that yet. No, no like he was season, in that. Yeah, I don't think he was in Justice League, was he? Yeah, yeah. there was a, there was a Probably Marvel couple episodes. Yeah. 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 So he, was, he was in Young Justice. All I though. know about him is that he is Magic Superman, and he's the only one who could fight Superman because Superman's weak against magic. Yes. That's basically... That's and, and his co- name, kingdom come. <laughs> and his name spells out a bunch of historical and mythological things that makes me angry. Wisdom of Solomon, Strength yeah. of Hercules... Yeah. Stamina of Achilles, yeah. Power of Zeus. Uh, what's the other A stand for? Awesomeness of Athena. Something Athena. Of Speed Athena. of Mercury. No, they're all male. Yeah, they're all male, no. but they mix up biblical and Greek and Roman, and it Achilles. It bugs and... me. I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. In the DC but universe, mildly. they're all aliens, anyway. Yeah, no, it doesn't bug me enough that I dislike it. It just oh, no, is kind of Marvel. like it's kind of like nails on the chalkboard a little bit. But anyway. Um, so I thought that it was, I, I, like I said, it was two weeks ago and a lot of stuff has happened in my life since then. So I'm just going to read my notes. Uh, I wrote super cute, accurate representation of a teenage boy getting super powers, example, buying stuff, goofing off, getting beer, tasting beer, and then going and switching it for snacks, which I thought was awesome. That's the one thing he didn't try to do was see see a girl naked. No, they went to the strip club. Yeah. Oh, he did go to the strip club. Sorry. (laughs) Never mind. Oh my god, I love because you know as soon as a fourteen year old boy is in the body of a adult, that's what they're gonna do. Yes, I've totally forgot about that sequence. Oh my god, I loved the part where all the kids got their superpowers and Kevin lost his shit, as I've mentioned several times. Again, knowing absolutely nothing about the character, I did not see that coming at all because I didn't know that there were so many other Marvel kids until after. 
Um, That's so, a very relatively new thing yeah. in comics. Like, but it was 52. from somebody who is just watching the movie without any of that background. You know, he's in like a really dire straits. Like he's getting his ass handed to him. His family's in danger. He doesn't know what to do anymore. The bad guy's got the upper hand. And it dawns on him what he can do. And I think, and again, it was two weeks ago, so my memory may be fuzzy. I don't know if he thought that he would be transferring like his powers to each of them or if he thought that he would be giving his powers to them and he wouldn't be Shazam anymore and it turned out that he gets to share No, I it. think he figures so, out. I could be wrong. It doesn't they don't yeah. say one way or the other, but no. I think he figured out that like, oh, I can share it with my family. Yeah, yeah. and I love that that's the realization that he comes to. Although, like, how old is the really... little girl? Oh, she's eight. So cute. Yeah, that's really irresponsible. Giving a child of that sort of power. But the character, but the but character her interaction with Santa Claus was great. Yeah, and they also established that that character for an eight-year-old is, you know, she's can keep a secret. She's yeah. relatively well, relatively mature for an eight-year-old, and that she values her family and their fam- safety of her family as much as Billy does. So I think that, although yeah, it would be irresponsible. I think that they established her character enough. Um, what else did I write? I wrote uh, that I love the bad guy. I didn't write what his name was. What was his name? That's Savannah. Dr. Savannah. Yeah, I liked him. And see, for all my rant about Joker not being a sympathetic bad guy, this was actually a really good example of making a sympathetic bad guy because he had the opportunity to be Shazam and he lost it. And if you think about it, any of us... If we were given that opportunity and lost it, that would make I know it would on make, like, on it would make you, me bitter as shit. What you view as a technicality, too, yeah, right? It would make me super bitter. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if I dedicate my life to trying to find that power, but I can totally understand where he was coming from. Um, not that I'm saying that it was he should have, but still, I get it. Um, it was really sad when Billy found his mom. And yeah, that's that part. Yeah, but that part almost made me cry. At the same time, I thought that was like I thought that was so well written. It was and oh, that yeah. kid no. actor like just knocked that out of the oh, park. Oh yeah, right. And I love that. Like it was good for the plot. It was really good, but it was very sad because his whole life he's thinking that he was lost. And when they first did that scene from Billy's point of view as yeah. the lost kid, I was like. A parent would be able to find a child by going to the cop car and saying, I lost my kid. And so for the whole movie, I'm like, I don't understand how, like, did something happen it's, to the mother? Like, did she die? Did she get yeah. hit by a car? Like, is she? And then when they found her and they explained because what like, it seems had... like a plot hole that isn't one yeah, yeah. exactly and, and because we know like this movie doesn't take place in that far of the past no like when he goes missing there would have been amber alerts the whole nine well, yards yeah. right there's like cell phones there's you know and the fact that the kid made it to police relatively quickly if i had lost my child or half kaboon and i lost brent while in a big crowd like that that's the first thing i do be like there's a cop car i'm going there yeah so but. I lost my husband. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Followed up by by what you should be saying is, is there a toy department around here, officer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I really liked that they tied up that what I thought might have been like a pretty big plot hole. Mm. And I like how they tied it up, even though it was yep. very sad. Um, and then my last note was that this movie is very hard on eyeglasses. <laughs> Lots of glasses. Lots get of glasses broken. get destroyed in oh, this really? movie. As somebody who wears glasses, I hadn't noticed. I'm like, wow, they go through 
magnifying glasses in this movie. <laughs> so I can't really add too much to what you guys have said. I I, I really can. enjoyed the movie. I think this is number two in the DC you pantheon for me right now, right under Wonder Woman. And even then, that's like... Ooh. I I really really like Wonder Woman, but this was a lot of fun. The thing is, is it's apples and oranges because yeah, it's very very, different, very different from Wonder Woman. So this was the sixth DCEU movie. Really, Have there been I that guess. many? Batman, Man of Steel, Man of Steel, Batman oh, right. versus Superman, Superman, Justice, Justice League, League, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. So and it's Shazam. seven, number seven. Wow. It, like it kind of, of points out like <laughs> how forgettable some of the other ones are in some ways, isn't it? And it's the big tentpole ones, yeah. or like Batman v Superman. Uh, and Man vs. Man of Steel is the one that I like. Oh yeah, because Batman vs Superman was so terrible, it's kind of blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> well, Man of Steel wasn't a great movie either. I like it they've more been, than they've been on a run since Suicide Squad. Yeah, and they, I don't have any problems with Justice League. I think Justice League is Justice awesome. League was a lot of fun, but it's not nearly as good as this movie. Yeah, is. this movie was is well crafted from top to bottom. Like yeah. it's this movie and Wonder Woman are the only two DC movies that I wanted to see where I'm not like I'm going to see this because I'm hoping one of the main characters is topless. Oh, you didn't. Oh, that's that's <laughs> how you feel about Aquaman. Yeah, I wet Jason Momoa was the reason I wanted to go see Aquaman. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. No, that's a valid reason to go and see Aquaman. Yeah. And Mark Strong making a second appearance in the the DC film. Well, I guess Green Lantern doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Anymore. He was Sinestro. He was Sinestro. But uh, so thumbs up overall. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep, two thumbs yeah, up. Definitely. Would watch again. Yeah. Yeah. Would watch it again. Um, so that's it. Uh, go see it. It's a, it's quite enjoyable. It's a it's a lot of fun. It, fairly kid friendly, I would say too. Like it, oh, yeah. it's what yeah. PG rated. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, it's a kids movie. Uh, Kayla at the comic book store, her daughter loved it. Yes. So that we know of at least one person with a child who thought it was. How old is her daughter? Young. Yeah, oh, okay. I want to so say said, like, under ten. Yes. Yes. Okay. So there we go. Yeah, yep. definitely go see it. It was great. Which brings us to geek picks. Geek picks. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Good. I changed my geek pick. Yeah, okay. My well, got here. So I figured to go, and in keeping with Shazam, my geek pick is Kingdom Come. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, it's a great world like future. It's a well, it was a comic book series, so you can buy it and trade. Where it took place uh, in the future. Of the DC universe, where it got to the point where the offspring of superheroes and other metahumans and stuff really started to populate the world. Cool. And yes, you'd think that, but then they grew up on the, you know, with all the hearing all the stories of the original like Justice League and all these original heroes who go flying around and fighting bad guys and doing the you know, so they're all trying to do shit like that when you know some of them are like not necessarily bad guys and they're not the good guys they're, they're getting into fights and like blowing things up and destroying things all over the ah, place so and, bad yes <laughs> and one ends up accidentally blowing up a state yes a state so yes. superman well and, I, and in this story superman has pretty much he's fucked off to this fortress of solitude um because you, feel, you know people you know one of the there's one of these stories where like People kind of drove him away that he was, uh, you know, the Boy Scout, out of touch. 
with today's superheroes. So he was like, well, you see it. And then ends up having to come back and Shazam's in it eventually. And yeah. Shazam's a very important character in it. Yeah. Fully painted artwork by Alex Ross. Oh, it's a beautiful at, book. At the top of his game, I would say. Yeah. Is. And but yeah, you get like old man Batman in there and you get old you know, an older Wonder Woman and older Superman and Cool. It's a hardcover that I have signed by both creators. Oh, nice. I only it have the paperback. It took me ten but... years to get both of them, but but yeah, I recommend getting your hands on it and reading it. It's yeah. uh, it's a good read. Awesome, Kevin. Um, well, I'm also going to choose a comic. Um, I uh, I listen to the iFanboy podcast. I've listened to it for like ten years, even yeah. though I haven't really. Uh, um, uh, bought a lot of comics lately. I still listen to it because I love the banter between the hosts. And uh, uh, so uh, every other month they do a special episode called A Booksplode where they go in depth onto a comic and uh, the one that they, or a graphic novel. And the one that they chose this month, uh, I thought I had read. Uh, and uh, so I downloaded it from Hoopla and read it again, thinking again. But as I read it, I'm like, I don't recognize this story at all. And it's the first volume of JLA under Grant Morrison. So it's JLA, oh, New World okay. Order. Uh, DC just re-released it as a DC Essential. And uh, it's fantastic. It's about this team of superheroes who shows up from outer space one day and sort of replaces the Justice League in the hearts and minds of all the people of the Earth. And uh, they turn out to not be what they appear. And uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, it's a really fun story. It's it brought the JLA back to being the the seven top superheroes of the DC universe. And which members of the JLA are in this story? Superman, yes, Batman, okay, Wonder Woman, okay, Wally West, Flash, okay, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. Ah, so that's what I was wondering. And is Hawkman in that one too? No. no. There's also Aquaman, side. Beardy, Beardy Hook for a Hand Aquaman. Ah, uh, okay. And a, that should be his name. Hello, I'm Beardy Hook for a Hand. <laughs> and, <laughs> Hook for a and Hand. And Martian <laughs> Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Uh, uh, they do a membership drive in a later issue in this uh, story. And um, there is a character who somebody mistakes for Hawkman, but it's Zoriel, an angel from the Heavenly Hosts. Uh, yeah. There there was a behind the scenes reason why they couldn't use Hawkman at the time. I think there was plans for him elsewhere or something like that and yeah. Grant Morrison just came up with this as a workaround. Yeah. <laughs> Who draws that? Howard Porter. Porter. Yeah. I was going to say I feel bad for the angel dude who's like, "I'm an angel." They were like, "No, you sir are a Hawkman." Yeah. You've got hawk wings there. Angel wings there. Hawk wings. <laughs> no hawk wings left. So, yeah. it, doesn't Aztec get on that team at some point? Eventually. Uh, after their membership drive, the only, well, they add they add this. There's a, a beautiful written one-shot uh, issue where Tomorrow Woman joins the team. And it turns out Tomorrow Woman is an android created by two mad scientists who ends up breaking her programming to blow up and destroy the Justice League. And... Uh, Jen's gonna I'm explode. laughing at a funny joke in my head. I'm waiting for Kevin to finish. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, woman, 
Tumor Woman sacrifices herself for the team. She yeah. defeats her evil programming, and the two mad scientists toast each other because they created something more than what they had set out to create. And then the one character who does join the team after that is Connor Hawk Green Arrow. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the era when... oh, This was and, the first time in, a, in like over a decade where the... the big DC characters were all on the same team. Right. And after the first three issue story arc where we where they're fighting the superhero wannabes, uh, we get Superman Electric Blue. Like that's the uh, era. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, your joke? <laughs> you guys are going to think it's funny now, but I still think it's hilarious in my head. Tomorrow, I, tomorrow, tomorrow woman, woman is her superpower procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it today <laughs> do it tomorrow uh, yeah yeah that's that's great jack <laughs> it's late i thought that was really funny it's not that late <laughs> all right so Stop taking away my grant excuses. morrison and howard porter's run on <laughs> justice league yes the first nine issues are in this uh, collection guys Ryan. have no sense of humor i already went Oh, you did? Yeah, that's Jen. right. Jen! Maybe it is late. <laughs> Jen. Stealing my hand. Uh, so, I think I'm going to stop doing Squirrel Girl every time. I think the shtick is getting You already old. stopped. I know, but now I'm doing it on purpose. Lots of times it was because I forgot. So, <laughs> anyway, my geek pick is uh, a book that we got at uh, Toronto Comic Con, uh, Star Wars Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnston. And it is the story of uh, Padme Amidala. Um, It starts with her, uh, the last day of her reign as Queen of Naboo. And it goes through the first year-ish of her as a senator at Coruscant. And it's, it's really interesting. It's a good description of, you know, the trials and tribulations of going from queen where your responsibility is a planet to senator where your responsibility is basically the whole galactic empire and you or empire the whole galactic republic and you can't um you you can't really make sure that your planet is the first thing you have to think of everybody so it's her going through that it's a lot about her, her handmaidens and their what they do after she's done being queen um you know what they've moved on to becoming and um how she meets uh, Mon Mothma and uh, Bail Organa. Uh-huh. And a little bit of, of uh, the senator, or not the senator, the chancellor too, Chancellor Palpatine. So it was a really good book. written by E.K. Johnston, who wrote the Ahsoka book, Star Wars Ahsoka. Yep. Um, I liked Ahsoka better, I gotta say. It was a little bit more action-packed. This one's a little bit more Star Wars politics. But Amidala is one of my favorite characters, so I really quite enjoyed reading this. So, Brent, you're next. Yep. So I, I have two things. One was a geek pick that I was always going with, and the other was something we watched today that I have to mention. So apparently Pixar is doing shorts on YouTube or something called <laughs> Pixar Sparks or Pixar Animation Sparks. Are you Sparks? talking about the one we watched this afternoon? Yeah. So <laughs> that it's made called, us both cry. It's called Kit Bull, and it's about like this friendship between uh, like a lost kitten and a pit bull that looks to be like oh. in a dog fighting circuit. Maybe oh. you don't actually see that part. You just know that the dog's being abused somehow. 
and goddamn, it made me cry. Like, 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 not like weeping, but just like it pulled at the heartstrings. So you can find that out on YouTube. It's on called, the Disney Pixar channel. Yeah. yeah. So it's called Kit Bull. The other, which is also animated uh, focus, is a little while ago on Netflix. Uh, they dropped this anthology series of animated shorts that I think the longest is like maybe half an hour, but they're mostly around 20 minutes, called Love, Death, and Robots. I've heard of this too. Oh, yeah. It's a I lot of fun. It oh, it's in... We binged the whole thing. Within a night. Um, yeah. So it's created by uh, Tim Miller, who is the director behind the first Deadpool movie. And, and he is also uh, behind, like, an animation company that used to do a lot of uh, cinematics for video games and stuff like that. And uh, David Fincher is also involved, which is the interesting thing with David Fincher being involved is David Fincher's been involved in, like, name involved in variations of heavy metal revivals. For like decades now, and I guess maybe he finally just got fed up and like, well, if this doesn't come together, I'll do something similar on my own. So, like any anthology series, some of the shorts are are better than others, and it depends on what you're interested in and what you like. But there are some that are really good, and there are some that are really funny. Right. Like, there's one that's... Um, three robots touring the Earth after humans have... <laughs> been like wiped off and that one's my favorite and all that's left is like i guess like wildlife and animals and stuff because there's a cat that's following them around um there is there's one about um the sentient yogurt yeah how a <laughs> sentient yogurt basically okay. tries to lead our civilization to the promised land it's okay. narrated by um oh what's his name the, uh, the brain, the brain the from brain. thinking in the brain um oh, maurice lamarche and like there, there's a couple. There's a couple in there, like all over the place. And the writers behind it, like behind the stories, is like John Scalzi, who's a sci-fi writer who worked on um, one of the Stargates. He also wrote a really fun send-up of Star Trek called Red Shirts quite a yep. while ago. He he's one of the writers of a couple episodes. Joe R. Lansdale, who's an author that I really love, um, who wrote the book series that happened Leonard's based off of. He's written a couple shorts for it too. It's um, it, it, there's a lot of care taken in these and you don't have to like they're each episode is self-contained. You don't have to watch them all. You can watch one and then go and do something else. But uh, it's a lot of fun. There, there's a lot of good stuff in it. A lot of them are very violent and have explicit sexual themes. So mm. really not appropriate for children. It's FYI. very much in the vein of heavy metal. Yeah. Like if you've seen the animated film or if you've ever read the magazine, it's it's very much in the adult thing. But it's I've seen some complaints online about how there's not a lot of strong women characters in it, and I, I think there's a couple. It could probably use some more, maybe. But it's, on a whole, if they do more of these, this is a pretty good start. Awesome. So that's my geek pick, which brings us uh, to the end of this episode. Uh, what's next? Hellboy? Hellboy. Yep. Hellboy next week. Uh, well, Star Wars Celebration's coming up. Yep. Hellboy's next week? Yep. Oh, yeah. Do we want to dip into our mystery comics from Comic-Con? Oh, we could do that. I think yeah. we should. Where are they? Um, they're are they down downstairs? by the door. Pause for a sec. 
Okay, Ryan has retrieved the comics. All right, I'm so these are the comic. Do you have the card? Yep, the card's here. So, okay, so these are thank you to T.O. Comic Shop. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at T.O. Comic Shop, all one word. Or you can email them at tocomicshop at gmail.com. It's Hector and Elizabeth. So, so we thank will, you very much We will to attempt them. to do these for next episode. But we, we will also see where how far how much news comes out of celebration, I guess, more than anything. Ryan is Are they all okay? They're all got shuffling them. them. They're all no one has okay. seen these. Oh my god, I hope no, I don't none of us have seen them. I am pulling that one. Do I reveal now or do yeah, we no, wait? Wait, no, wait. we'll all reveal okay. together. Go ahead, Jen. You I'll I'll go with the last book. Oh god. Okay, okay Brent Brent, what have you got? One I have time. got dun 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 Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> I have issue number four of Munchkin. It's a comic based off the card game. Oh, cool! From Boom. So I'm okay. kind of. I was expecting something terrible, but well, see, this not the thing. Oh, this okay. might not be a horrible comic. Yeah, because yeah, we and, just and, said uh, pick randomly from the one dollar <laughs> bin. We didn't say pick awful ones. I, I have a feeling this is an anthology because there's a lot of names on here, and a bunch of them are writers. So. Uh, Jim Zub is oh. is one of the people involved with this, awesome. so this should be okay. okay. Who's next? I guess Anyone? it's me. I got. Da, 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 da. I I actually own this comic. Oh. Oh, do we want to switch? No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. It's actually quite a good book. Oh. It's um from July 1988, the first issue of Manhunter. Oh. By um. A, uh, Ostrander and Kim Yale is the artist. Are so. they Transformers? No. no. They, no. Okay, this is not to be mistaken with the not Archie with the... Goodwin, uh, Walter Simonson Manhunter. They it's are not the they, Martian they, Manhunter, and it's, and it's not the Manhunter from the from the early two thousands. It was a female Manhunter. Yeah, but that is yet, Captain Cold. Yeah, that is Captain Cold. Yet they are all, all related, can, yeah, connected, all connected eventually. So Ooh. yeah. Now I'm excited it's that I'll John actually get to Ostrander read a good book. And Kim oh, see, you just jinxed <laughs> oh, yourself now. Hunter. Go ahead, Jen. All right. I got Madam Frankenstein. Okay. It's an image book. Megan Levins and Jamie S. Rich. Oh. Issue number one. I've talked to Jamie before. He uh, used to be an editor at Dark Horse, and then he was an editor at Oni for a long time. Madam Frankenstein. Is it number one? Yeah, number oh, one. Well, at least you got a starting point. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay, let's see what the last one is. It is issue 94 of Firestorm. Which version of Firestorm? Uh, I'm going to say not a version of Firestorm I'm familiar with. Okay. That does not it's look the, like... It's actually the same writer as this. It's John Ostrander's run on Firestorm from the early 90s. Uh, that was when he was when Ronnie was fused with a Russian. Okay, interesting. Oh, and Martin Stein is a private eye. The shows on the cover. I guess you'll find out. When they were doing out. some weird things with Firestorm back then. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. February uh, nineteen ninety. Okay, so that's it for the long box of doom. We will yeah. come back. Thank you, To Comics. Yes. Yeah. Um, we will plug you again when uh, we do the episode. In the meantime, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, please check out the our new website, which is uh, at truenorthnerds.com. Yay! 
Uh, Jen did Brent a, forgot a, a it lot there of for work. A no, I was letting oh. everybody. <laughs> Jen did a lot of work on it, and uh, <laughs> that's why it's poor. Kevin's paint. been li- doing a blog where he's going through his list. So if you you haven't heard much about it in the last little while, yeah, you can catch up on on uh, Kevin's list on with, our blog, which with is a bit more awesome. details than yeah. he would have gotten into in the show. It's been pretty fun to read so far. Well, thank you. I'm enjoying writing it. Uh, Ryan and I are discussing about doing toy reviews on it because that uh, that way we've got more space and. And we can take pictures and stuff of that, what we're talking about. So, I'm um, trying to think of what I should do as well. So if you have any suggestions, what you want me to do, um, let me know. Was it in a smoker's house, Ryan? No, it just has, it has a funny smell to it. It's just it's not smoker. Here, just, this smells funny. Smell it's, it. It's what a thirty-year-old comic yeah, smells like. That's, yeah, that's, it's that's, just that old paper. It's, uh, it smells like a long box. Yeah. <laughs> So for Jen, Ryan, Kevin, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode with Long Box of Doom and Hellboy. I can't believe you guys didn't Night. think that tomorrow lady thing was funny. Set your phasers to sexy. Set your phasers to sexy